You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and advanced grief recovery specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open and maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode 171. Hello to all of my lovely podcast listeners and welcome to this week's episode. I hope that you're all doing well and as always I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to these podcasts. And I'd like to remind you about my journal which is called Giving Grief a Voice. So if you or someone you know are grieving, this is a beautiful gift and you can find it on Amazon. So this week I'm going to be talking about the death of Queen Elizabeth. On Thursday, September 8th, I heard the news of Queen Elizabeth's death and I can honestly say it deeply saddened me. I mean, she was Britain's longest serving monarch. With 70 years on the throne and at the ripe old age of 96, so many of us have grown up with her. And her death has stirred up grief all over the world, from public figures to world leaders to individuals, all saddened by the loss of a face that's always been a consistent social and political figure. During her reign, she's been part of many grandparents' lives, she was part of my parents' lives, and she's all I've ever known as a face of England. And you know, with that longevity comes a feeling of knowing her, even though we've never met. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that not everybody feels this way about the death of the Queen, but for the majority of people, their grief is of genuine admiration for the Queen who's been a face of the nation for decades. And most of us can't remember a time when she wasn't the Queen. And let's be honest, it can be heartbreaking when any public figure or your favourite celebrity dies. I mean, not long ago in 2020, we mourned the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. We've mourned for people like John Lennon, Michael Jackson and Whitney Houston. And you know, when a celebrity dies, many of us come together to shed a tear in a way to express our loss. And you know, it's perfectly normal to grieve for that person who inspired you and felt important to you, even if you didn't personally know them. So when the Queen died, I called a friend and we, we sat and we reminisced and we laughed and we, we remembered the Queen's Jubilee back in 1977. I mean, there were street parties everywhere. It was so much fun. I remember feeling like the whole world had turned red, white and blue. You know, people danced and sang and shared food and just had a good old time. And then it all came around again this past June. 
Unfortunately, I didn't get to share the festivities with them back in England. However, I celebrated in my own way in the States. But my friends and family back home enjoyed their extra long weekend, which was given to celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. You know, these events have always brought people together as neighbours, a community, as a nation. You know, it's a time to share memories as a Queen has been part of the heart of British life for such a long time. Now, the Queen's death can be difficult for people on many levels as it brings up emotions of any previous losses. If you've lost a parent or grandparent, it can be a reminder that at this moment in time, your loved ones are no longer there to experience it with you. And sometimes the death of a public figure can bring up feelings of grief for other life-changing moments, like the end of an era, a relationship, or living far away from loved ones. When things like this happen, we can be flooded with emotions for all of the changes and losses in our lives. See, the chances are you're not just grieving for the loss of a public figure. You're grieving for the endings, stability, and everything it represents in your life. You see, the death of someone we admire from afar can provoke a multitude of feelings. Think about the outpouring of emotion when Princess Diana died. Now, she was one of those public figures who captured the hearts of millions of people all around the world. So you can imagine the number of people who wished that they would have met with her and shared a moment in time together. And you know, it's normal and natural that many people feel robbed of ever meeting and communicating their respect, admiration and affection for those they care about. The death of Queen Elizabeth has generated a tremendous amount of heartbreak in those who loved and admired her. And until we heard about her death, most of us probably didn't realise that there might be other relationships in our own lives that we need to get complete with. And that's what the death of an important figure can do. It reminds us of different times in our lives, happier times, sad ones, and relationships we might need to deal with. Because if we don't, we'll end up with unresolved grief, which will eventually affect our work, relationships, and our health. And when death ends a physical aspect of a relationship, you know, there are still many unrealized hopes, dreams and expectations about a future that's going to look very different from the one you may have imagined. And this is true about the people who've been a direct part of our lives, those whom we loved and cared for. So you see, it also affects us when someone famous dies. The thing about grief is that it can feel so lonely, overwhelming and even hectic. And it's important to know that with change can come grief. And it could be grief that's been bottled up in you for years. 
Whether you knew the Queen personally or whether you knew of her, your feelings are valid. Change is part of life and so is loss. And it's something that we have to accept. So be gentle and kind with yourself and allow yourself the space to grieve. Acknowledge your feelings because you'll probably experience a wide range of emotions and thoughts. An important part of processing grief is sharing it. So you could find someone to open up and talk to. Maybe you could seek support from family and friends if you feel that you need to. And if you find yourself thinking more about those loved ones who've died, then why not look at pictures and share your memories as it will help you to process how you're feeling now. Don't be embarrassed of your feelings. You know, it's perfectly normal to be affected so deeply. And if you find yourself struggling with constant reminders, then why not limit social media for a while? Recognise that there's no right or wrong way to grieve. You are human and it's okay to feel the loss of an important figure. If you're not up for talking about your feelings, then why not journal and see what emotions are surfacing for you? Always do what feels right for you. Death is a reminder of our own vulnerability and the fragility of life and our own personal losses. This is a time that will bring pain for many of us, but you don't have to stay stuck in it. You are grieving. You've not always lived in grief. It will change and it can get better. And you know, I have to say, watching the funeral today made me think about my family, my childhood, my roots and my connection to my fellow Brits. And you know, I felt very emotional and I cried and it was good. So I'm saying thank you to Queen Elizabeth and farewell. Okay, you lovely people, that is it for this week's podcast. I hope that you enjoyed it and it was helpful for you. If you'd like to find out more about my services and programs, then please visit my website, givegriefachance.com. There you can drop me an email, you can ask a question, or you can share your story via voice message, and I will be happy to play it on the podcast. And remember to check out my journal, Giving Grief a Voice, where you can find it on Amazon. And if you head over to my website, why not check out my free gifts to you? There's a guided meditation that can help you sleep, a grief recovery ebook with 61 tips on the experience of grief and how to move through it, plus my fillable grief worksheets. So please feel free to use them. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate it, like it and share it. And if you feel like it, come and join me on Instagram at Give Grief a Chance Coach. And last but not least, I'd like to invite any women who might be struggling with their grief to come and join us on Facebook in a safe and nurturing group. It's called Life After Loss with Diane Morgan. And I would be honoured if you would come and join us and give your grief a voice. Okay. 
Okay, my friends, take good care and have a wonderful week.